from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Angela Canavan of award-winning Canavan Byrne, who are Ireland's longest established and trusted professional support service to the early education and care sectors in Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Angela. Angela, you know, you're operating in a sector, the early childhood care and education sectors, and your business has seen phenomenal growth over the last number of years. Could you please share with our listeners the work that you're doing and perhaps maybe your growth journey as well? Yes, I suppose the industry itself has experienced a huge growth over the last number of years. Um, since regulation um, came into force, it has been, you know, year on, year on, um, uh, the whole regulatory requirement for people who run early year services. Um, now, those services can be community-based services run by boards of directors in a local community, or they can be private businesses. So the, um, I suppose the responsibility of that role has grown hugely over the number of years, firstly by regulation and the, you know, the fact that the services are inspect, inspected by quite a few agencies, agencies, but primarily by TUSLA, the Child and Family Agency. And the regulations have developed and expanded over the years, requiring services to meet very high standards in terms of care and education. And on top of that, um, a lot of the services now are availing of various funding schemes. Um, and, you know, the, the most recent one being the core funding scheme, there's the national, there's the NCS um, and there is um, the free preschool year. So the funding schemes, because there's government government money involved as well obviously there's high levels of um compliance and accountability and governance then associated with running a service so in line with that canavan burn have grown because um we started off uh, a long number of years ago over 20 years now as a training and hr company to support the early years and over the years then that has because we had established a good market and um, within that sector uh, we have added in various different professional services over the years and at the heart of what we do is compliance so it's um helping earlier services and all of what that is including their staff their structures, helping services to be compliant and hopefully taking some of the obvious headache and complexity away from that role. And that's really what we do. So compliance um, is at the heart of what we do. Also, I suppose, at the heart of what we do is the fact that the services are serving a very important cohort, which actually is mm -hmm. children and families. So no matter what we do, whether it's advising a service on a HR matter or developing or helping a service develop a policy or procedure. At the end of the day, the staff team here, um, you know, what drives us is the fact that it will actually impact on the lives of children and families. So that's really what we do in a, in a nutshell. And that's so true because when you think, you know, in terms of, you know, when I look at my own children and when I see them going, you know, to, they're going to, you know, preschools and all of this, obviously you want the attention and the focus to be on your child. 
not you know not for them to be overly burdened within that school the staff to be overly burdened on the regulation side of things so this is where you come in and you simplify that matter but you really handhold um those providers to make sure they are compliant they do tick all of the boxes because as you said there it's only more onerous you know with funding and different schemes coming on board there's more and more regulations and policies to be adhered to so you're actually freeing them up to spend more time with the children Yes, and as you say, um, Elaine, when you drop your children to a service, you don't see all of what goes on in the background. You know, the fact that uh, providers, like it really is highly regulated, you know, um, and when they get inspected and the inspector comes on board, uh, there are, you know, a whole range of regulations and services have to adhere to that. So um, so it can be really challenging and really difficult. Uh, they're all doing a wonderful job. They're doing a great job. But, you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all human. Incidents happen within services as well. And I suppose what we do in Canavan Burn, as well as providing preventative uh, strategies, like having your policies in place, making sure you have proper governance in place and all of that. And we also respond. So we respond when, unfortunately, from time to time, things go wrong. So um, and actually, the more complex um, the situation, the more we thrive on it in fact in in helping services so those complex situations can be you know for example if allegations are made against somebody in terms of um you know child welfare obviously TUSA's role is very much in respect to the child so that's not our role at all but our role would be to guide providers in relation to maybe an allegation that's made against a staff member or whatever you know so that's the that's the other side of it. It's a very sensitive side. Um, mm. There's a lot of stakeholders involved in early years. You know, there's, um, you know, the wonderful staff that work in the sector. There's those who are um, who are leading services or owning services. Uh, there's also, obviously, re- very importantly, um, the parents and families who entrust children into the care of services, and of course. Uh, 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 it should be first on the list it's actually the child so it's a complex business when things do happen when you know a parent has an issue or when something happens in relation to um, a staff member it can be very tricky for providers to get it right all of the time Um, and I suppose that's where we come in is to give the professional guidance and support and help to um, you know to make things to make things as good as they possibly can be Uh, I suppose we always go in with a problem solving attitude so I suppose that's what we are in a nutshell um, is to resolve problems and to take some of the um, the the, um, the headache away and And I do know that you know, it's lovely when you hear people saying, you know, I slept last night because, you you know, I feel now you're on board and you're going to help us out. And obviously that, again, drives us forward. And, um, you know, and it's really important when we get that kind of feedback from our clients. And I love what you say there, that as well as that, you know, sometimes the more complex the situation that lands on your desk, you know, from one of your clients, you thrive on it. And it's obvious, Angela, that you're thriving within Canavan Burn because you've had great growth over the last number of years. Do you know what I mean? Internally as an organization. And one thing that I've noted and you just briefly touched on there is that you don't have all your eggs in the one basket. You know, you've really diversified over the last number of years, especially since the recession. Can you just maybe share a little bit of that diversification with us? Because from the outside, you might think that you're very niche, but actually you've several different things going on internally. 
We do, indeed. Uh, indeed, And I suppose, yes, the last recession, recession was probably a little bit of an eye-opener for us. Um, we would have focused hugely on uh, training, classroom training, you know, being out in, in, in hotels, in, in uh, colleges, providing um, accredited training to the early years, and also the HR consultancy. Mm-hmm. And when the... Uh, we would have had a lot of very um, important, biggish contracts um, in relation to training with some of the main training agencies. But when the the, the recession happened, um, obviously some of that changed because training is not always high on the agenda when there's um, an economic downturn. So. I suppose what we realised there is the importance of not relying on one stream of income. And uh, I remember actually at the time having a meeting with my my business partner at that time and saying, we really do, first of all, we need to go back to, we were concentrating maybe more on um, training, but we need to go back to providing HR because actually during an economic downturn, HR becomes really sort of busy again, but also to look at, other other professional services that we can provide into the market that we already have. So what we do now is for anybody who is running a earlier service, we can provide a whole range. So it's like a one-stop shop. So if you need a business plan drawn up, um, if you need training, if you need some of your mandatory training, like your first age training, um, we even put businesses in touch, of, in touch with one another, those who want to buy and those who want to sell. So. And we also, like in terms of obviously the compliance, we added in a whole um, a whole range of services there in terms of compliance through a new website, which was the earlier shop. So what we did, and the other thing as well, then over the years, um, uh, I was looking at ways of of um, of you know expanding expanding the not alone expanding the professional services um, that we provide but um, you know uh, being able to to uh, what's the, what's the, I'm looking for the word now this is where you'll have to edit um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> scale up the service sorry I just lost the, I, I just lost it there for a moment so yeah so uh, one of the things that we um, uh, focused on was how we could scale up what we were doing okay so and um, so i'll give you an example of that a, a recent example of that so we um during there's two examples one was um say for example during covid all the services were coming back um to the services in actually it was july 2020 for full daycare and september of 2020 for preschools and they were all really concerned about um, coming back to work. And there was various guidelines were starting to come out from the, the government agencies and um, the, the, the HSE, TUSLA and so forth. And there was a lot of obviously, you know, uh, confusion, worry, concern. And what we did was we worked night and day to develop a really practical pack of resources that would help them get back work obviously in accordance with the guidelines Mm. but you know things like cleaning schedules policies procedures and you know uh, how to evaluate risk all of that so we put together a um this pack and essentially you know i'd say nearly you know a vast majority of the services in the country ended up getting that pack. So that's just one example. Um, GDPR, when it was um, introduced in 2018, was another example of that. And then we, <laughs> we tried to be ahead of the posse. 
you know mm -hmm. and we try to once something is announced or something happens that will impact on the way providers run their services we try to immediately get into development and research mm -hmm. gear and develop what they need from a paperwork point of view so so they don't have to do some of the heavy lifting mm -hmm. obviously they have to do all the implementing it has to be relevant it has to be you know tailored to their service but a lot of the heavy lifting is done at the beginning um, and that's where we come in and that's the upscaling of the business where we're able to um, uh, reach multiple providers really quickly through technology um, and that's so we develop the product and then we use technology to provide it widely and that's I suppose another um and that's a really, that's a really interesting there. development as well as the use of technology. Angela, I could talk to you all day. I think you're really helping us was to remove a huge burden from the sectors that you're serving. Um, and that is admirable because not only are you growing as a result, but you're empowering um, early childhood carers, you know, and those in the education sector to actually focus on their core business themselves and to grow and to flourish without the, the burden, should we say, of the administration you know, of the policies, the procedures, all of that because of what you're doing. I suppose if I were just to leave um, and to, to wrap up, Angela, if there was one, you know, lesson that you'd like to share that you have learned along the way in your journey in growing the business and diversifying the business, you know, what would you like to share with our listeners? Resilience and adapt being, being able to adapt. So resilience and being able to adapt. Um, and I think, you know, because again, when COVID happened, colleagues were saying to me oh are you going to you know stop working are you going to lay people off and i said absolutely not we're going to find what we need to do during this period of time to keep my team going but also to serve the clients that we have so it's i suppose so it, it, it is about and positivity and i suppose always having your glass uh, full rather than half empty and i think that's what it is but resilience as well you get knocks and I suppose people respond to knocks in a particular way. And um, I don't know whether it's my personality, but the harder the knocks, the stronger <laughs> I feel I have become. And um, so what, what, what it makes me do is say, no, this is not going to beat me. I'm going to do even better. I'm going to do more. And I suppose and that's resilience, you know, it and is. it's been able to have wide enough shoulders, I suppose, to take some of the knocks. Now, it might have taken a long time to get there. I'm not, you know. <laughs> I have a long time in business, but uh, I do think resilience and um, being able to adapt are great probably key, the biggest Great lessons. key messages yeah. there, Angela. You're an absolute breath of fresh air. What you've achieved, but most, most importantly, what you're doing for the sector that you're serving, which is multiple stakeholders across all different ages and types, you know, is absolutely admirable. And I wish you all the success in the future at Canavan Burn. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much. And it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a million. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.